This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for pilates, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter our Super Bowl 58 props contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl props for a chance to win $1,000, and it's free at sportsgamepodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer. How's everybody doing this evening? We're doing pretty good. Nice to see you again. You know, it's been a, yeah. been a while. It's been a while, but, uh, about 20 minutes. Hey, listen, we are uh, coming in hot on our yeah. live show. Mm-hmm. No, things haven't been going all that great on the PG Tour for your boy. A lot of really close calls, having something happen, you know, canceling after 54 holes, having not ran the guy in second who probably would have won the tournament, but that's okay. Uh, it's not making the uh, painless <laughs> on that one. Hey, we got a winner last week in live. So, we you did. know what? It pays off doing the hard work, doing the grinding for it, to actually taking this stuff semi seriously. Uh, maybe there's some money to be had in this, uh, there is. this little league that we have here. There absolutely is. And the sad thing is, is that like all those, all those top 20 bats just completely fucking tagged me for the whole week. Tagged me. I mean, one more day. Wasn't going to get it. Oh, you're talking about uh, at Pebble? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well. Took away all my Joaquin. Took away all my Joaquin bets. Especially my giant bet on Homa. I know. Well, oh that, that, was, that, that was for last show. This is an entirely yeah. separate league that will never, ever, ever apparently come back and uh, reemerge at the PG Tour if uh, Jordan Spieth has his way. Um, there, there is one thing we did not get what, right about Live last week. Remember the whole narrative about all right, this you know we went through the leaderboard last year at Mayakoba. It's basically a bunch of bums, and we had the theory of well, a lot of these guys are just there on vacation. And that really can take it seriously. So why don't I end up betting guys like Jason Kokrak and Honor Von Lahiri? Yeah. And a bunch of other so much. Stuff like that. Yeah. No. Should have just went, you know, Neiman and probably Rom and called it a day. Because all the top guys played pretty good um, last week in my COVID. Yeah. It's, it's almost like maybe. Burmese got- played good. Burmese is not a top guy. Well, hey, I, listen, he's at least won two European tour events in the last like four or five months. He's coming in hot for tour. How's this one corn fairy tour? I mean, he beat, I think, Louis in that field, who also won two straight, which, I mean, he didn't right. even really beat a field that was really corn fairy worthy at that point. But hey, listen, they were, they got the taste of winning. And, you know, I, that was, you know, same thing you can say with Neiman back in the Australian Open, riding hot, coming in, got the win there. And now we come to live Las Vegas. Um, which we'll go over in a little bit. But I, I guess the one thing I want to ask you, did what happened last week maybe change what you're maybe looking for with Liv? Or are you just going to keep going with, you know, maybe I pick one favorite and then maybe there's just a bunch of Super Bowl parties and clubs these guys are going to go to that, you know, so maybe they're, they're not going to, you know, play as hard as what they did you know, maybe last so week. I feel like this week's a little different. I feel like I'm not going to handle this week the way I handle all other weeks just because it is in Vegas. The Super Bowl's there. I'm not putting any money on DJ. I'm not putting any money on Brooks. I'm not putting on any money who wants to be in that scene, right? Like, I'm just not. And listen, be a bad handicap, but whatever. I'll, I'll, if they beat me, so fucking be it. Like, I, guys have tendencies and they have, like, Listen, people who like to be in the spotlight and like to go party, this is the absolute perfect spot for them. And they're done on Saturday, so they're just hurrying up trying to get to the party. Like, yeah, I'm I'm not betting certain guys who love the party. The only one who gives me a little pause. Yeah, I don't even really know. Like, I, I can't think of anybody that like. I don't want to necessarily about just the nerds, but I'm not betting on no DJ, no Brooks money for me. Okay, at all. Oh, maybe Patrick Reed. Pat, Patrick Reed, he doesn't seem like he gives a shit, right? No, and he doesn't really have any friends anyway, so he's probably not going to any parties. Right. So, um, 
what, what last week really revealed to me, and I already knew this, but as someone who started diving into the world of high-level analytics of live, and uh, we'll, I'll share with the audience what I'm kind of coming up with. You're kind of rolling your eyes right now or as you know, what I'm coming up with. Uh, I appreciate that, all the hard work I did for you to just kind of poo-poo it. But I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm not poo-pooing it at all. Not even a little bit. You give honest feedback if you'd like. Honest. Listen. All right. So, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say what I was just rolling my eyes at. I was just texting Pete. And Pete, because he was like, I see you. And Pete was like, and I was like, hey, listen, we're going to get our rumble suit to appeal to your demographic. And he said, you're going to have to mix in some border talk. So I rolled my eyes. Oh my goodness! That's not 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 at yours, but at Pete's border talk. Right, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're thinking about ways to get us on Rumble instead of listening to me now. talk about the uh, the Listen, groundbreaking man, analytics about I can do they're not offering us, and I'm going to pair two them. things at once. Two things at once. This is what I can do. Steve. All right. Well, what, my overall point was it was really hammered home how really <coughs> shitty overall this league is. How many bad golfers are on this tournament? There are some horrific, horrific numbers. 35? 35 bad golfers? Oh, that would be my guess. Probably. Just off the top of my head, 35. Well, there's there's 54 total? Yeah. So I would think 35. I would, pro- I would probably say at least half are completely terrible. Which, listen, last week so it, worked out really, it, it worked out really well for my and my couple. We're all the top guys there. If that could have went a hell of a lot different if it was a leaderboard like last year, and that wouldn't be good. That they got very lucky that everybody decided to show up and you know get some positive press with it because man, like we we talk about the death problems of the PGA Tour. This league, this league is a couple guys away from being like, what the hell is this top ten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. all right. Well, why don't we take our first? Well, actually, no, we're actually not nope. doing that. Nope. We're going right into it. <laughs> so let's get, listen. So as we talked about last week, we are going to try and do a semi-serious show. And part of the semi-serious analysis that we do for the PJ Tour is I give you a golf course breakdown. I give you some history. I do want to hear this breakdown. Okay. I feel like I have an idea, but I don't, we've never seen this, right? No, we, well, unless you're a really old-time fan of the PGA Tour, this was the host, I think, of a couple of Las Vegas Invitationals back in, like, the 90s. I no. don't even really remember. No. Um, but as far as, like, probably everybody watching, we have not seen this golf course. And no. why don't I actually screen share right now? Let me pull oh. this up. Let's go with the Google Earth. And there we go. If you're looking for a super offer for the Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook got you covered. New customers can bet the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Toronto. Bonus bets expire 168 hours from issuance cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming sources so this is the las vegas country club this was founded the social club was founded in 1967 by a guy named martin cratter so boston capital who is martin cratter i was literally just asking you the question who the fuck who he is the former owner of the boston celtics he uh owned them how long ago was that not, he owned them from 1965 to 1968. And How old do you it. think I fucking am? I don't know. <laughs> You're Boston Capper. I would assume you know everything about the history of the Boston Celtics at that point. I no. thought that would be relevant to you. <laughs> no. 
God, I was excited about actually I'm saying not that, that fucking old. Jesus, Barry uh, and Joseph. I was born right, well, in fucking 83. All right. Well, well, the golf course was built in conjunction with it. This is a, a, an Ed Alt design. Uh, not a household name, but he built a lot of different, pr- mostly private golf courses around the country. There's only one that has made an appearance on the PGA Tour uh, recently. That is TBC Potomac at Avenel. So that was an entertaining tournament. Uh, He was mentored by Robert Trent Jones. And you can kind of see, I think, when looking at this golf course, a lot of Robert Trent Jones in it. Very linear, very straightforward, uh, tree-lined. Really, the only hat, you know, the adversity off the tee would be really just a, you know, a pinch fairway bunker, undulating greens there. You know, I mean, this is definitely an old school Lots, you know, just golf course in general. Like you see, you know, Shadow Creek and the Wind Golf Club has a lot of bells and whistles behind it. This Shadow is definitely $10,000 a fucking round. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a very expensive private club, Ooh. but I'm sorry. Go Can, ahead. Sorry. This is what happens when we do two back to back and I've had gin and tonics. Did you see the, uh, uh, the LPGA is doing the, uh, um, the match play at Shadow Creek? I did not see that. Yeah, dude, they're gonna do match play at Shadow Creek. Fucking this year coming up, it's gonna be awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Forget, who did who did I have at Shadow Creek? That uh, oh no, you had Co-Crack. I had Co-Crack. Let's go. Oh, I remember Maybe. what it was. I was convinced <laughs> that Jason Day at like twelve to yes. one was gonna win, and then he would drew one <laughs> hole into the final round, and I'm like, this is why I never bet on Jason Day. <laughs> Uh, and then I definitely broke that uh, promise several times several over times. the last couple of years. Yeah. But anyways, as you so like that so, crack, which is the most important thing. There you go. So this is a par seventy. It is seven thousand eighty nine yards on from the tips. It's about seventy two hundred yards. But they ended up modifying a couple of the shorter par fives. They're going to play sort, uh, as uh, longer par fours. Uh, they actually flipped the nine. So unfortunately, when I went through. Uh, and labeled all the holes. I did it with the traditional scorecard. Um, everything you're going to see the holes, just it's the inverse. Uh, they're playing the back nine first, and they're going to play the front nine. You don't get uh, paid as, enough. I don't get paid enough. What do you mean? I don't get paid no, enough. No, you do not get paid enough to you're doing way too much work. This is awesome. All right. Listen, <laughs> no one else is doing this for live. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I love it. That's what I'm saying. To. You don't get paid enough. That's what I'm telling you. You don't get paid enough. This is amazing. Somebody has to. If we're going to try and take this semi-seriously. All right. So let's start with the opening hole, which is the 10th hole on here. This is a uh, 550-yard par 5. Let's zoom in right here. Do you see this in the middle of the lake? Uh-huh. Looks like a plane. It's, it's a plane. <laughs> Do you know the significance of this plane? Oh. You ever watch the movie? Mean, you ever watch the movie Casino? Oh, is it is it really the FBI plane that went down watching Tony Spilatro? So in 1981, allegedly at this golf course, the plane went down into this lake, and that was the inspiration in Casino to basically mm-hmm. have that. They were spying on all the mob activity on this golf course. I mean, this was a golf course where bankers, mobsters, all the power players played Las Vegas Country Club, and you know, you know, this is where the plane supposedly crashed. Well, when this got new owners a couple of years ago, I think some music company bought <laughs> the country club. They wanted right. to actually embrace oh, this yeah. unique part of history. Smart. So, th- so Smart. they bought so they bought a replica of oh, the plane. Oh, they put it. Did they really? It, they yeah, they put it in the middle of this lake. Dude, I and, gotta go fucking play this course. And, and, Mush, and, Mush, if you're listening, this is the course we're fucking playing. This is the course we're playing. And, and right here next to what is the 11 T box is a plaque that basically commemorates it. So, and apparently there's like in the clubhouse, there's pictures of like the incident and everything like that. So I, I told you this golf course would pique your interest. Here's the problem though they are going to hammer this over your head on the broadcast. Over and over and over, where you're probably going to end up hating mafia history after this. Well, now, so here's the deal. So, uh, listen, anything that does it. So, uh, listen, I'm a mafia nerd, right? So, like, anything that's not gaudy, like that shows up on Netflix, I'm fucking happy about that people can learn about because Spalatro and Casino is a great fucking story. It it involves multiple families and multiple people at different layers of the shit. And, uh, yeah, listen, 
existence. Bellatro was a fucking goddamn animal. He was responsible for a ton of murders that nobody knows about. The son of mafia nerd back in the fucking fifties and why he got to go out, uh, out to Vegas to take a look at Lefty Roserall, who was a fucking snitch, by the way. Did you know Ace Rothstein, the Nero's character, was a fucking mm-hmm. snitch? I did not know that. He was so a why fucking, have you though? He was a fucking snitch. Like he was mm-hmm. an FBI CI. And that's the reason they tried to blow his car up. And uh, it came out, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago at this point, uh, that he was a fucking CI. He was a confidential informant. And Listen, we all, yeah, we, we all have roles on this show. You are in mafia history. Me is with the agronomy. You know, that's why people tune in. <laughs> so let me right. show you a couple, a couple of key holes Golf here. gambling in mafia history. Exactly. <laughs> so let's show you the key. Uh, this is actually going to be hole number eight. This is going to be essentially their attempts to replicate the 16th at TBC uh, Scottsdale. This is going to be, you know. I thought that looked familiar. What do you mean it looked familiar? <laughs> oh, that was sarcasm so, there. So... So this is 146 yard par three. It can play up from 200 yards, but they're going to put grandstands all the way around here. This is going to be their party hole, essentially. Which, Great. listen, it's in Vegas. It's Super Bowl weekend. You actually have the Westgate right here overlooking the golf course. So I know you had the Wynn yeah. Golf Course. Looking at the Wynn Golf Course. The Westgate actually is right next to Las Vegas Country Club here. This eight, this well, this usually plays as the 18th hole, but it's going to be in the ninth. This might be kind of dicey this approach shot. So guys are probably going to land about here. You can cut the, you can cut the corner on the bunker, which is going to be a prevailing theme. that will get to in a little bit, but your approach shots can be about like 150 yards. You got to carry water and there's like no room. It's a very it's shallow small. green. Well, yeah, it's a very it's shallow green with a, with a bunker back here. I actually kind of wish this was their last hole. Cause that might actually create some drama because like, yeah. listen, like if, if you, fly a little too far you're in this bunker you got to then yeah. splash back towards splash the water yep love it i know so that's an interesting hole i also noticed too that this golf course might favor a fade a little bit kind of like you know uh, i talked about this uh, with tbc scottsdale that kind of favors guys who hit fades so opening mm-hmm. hole here number one Slight dog leg right. You got two bunkers here. If you hit a nice power phase, squeeze it over here, you can carry these bunkers right here. And now there's a lot of really short hitters on live that I found out as I've been crunching stats. So I think some of the longer guys that can hit a nice power fade, like John Rob here, if he can actually control the driver, he couldn't, he didn't know where that thing was going on Sunday. You leave my buddy alone. It's fine. All right. I'm sorry. But you can carry this bunker here, these two bunkers here. Nice power fade. It really fits his eye there. Um, hole number two, same thing. Squeeze a nice little fade over this 290 bunker right here. This green also promotes a nice little fade in. It's an angle from about you know left to right away from the fairway here. Uh, hole number six. Wait, so a fade. Here. So does does Bubba do a fade? Uh, for Bubba, it would be a hook. So fine, but it's a yeah, fade. So yeah, but it's going the wrong way. He's a lefty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want a ball that starts left to right here. Yeah. On the par five, uh, well, this is going to be, I think, like the 15th hole. Again, nice power fade away from the start from the bunkers, fade away. You can actually carry these bunkers too because you're at altitude. How far is that bunker? It's about 307 here. So Bryson, they carry, AJ, they carry that. yeah, yeah they, they can carry that. So, I mean, this is 2,000 feet of elevation, too. So it's just like, oh, I some, didn't even think about that. When yeah. I played Vegas the first time, it fucked me up, man. Like, my seven iron was going 25 yards farther than it normally was. Yeah. Why do you think that was? Then, everybody, it's, it's not your it's little, elevation, uh, dude, not your little muscles. There. Thanks. Yeah. No, it was definitely wasn't my muscles, though. Definitely the atmosphere muscles, helping you. <laughs> so, listen, overall, I mean, I went through and just charted. About how many shots they're gonna be having with the altitude. Look, there's not gonna be a lot of really long approach shots. You're you're only shots over 200 yards. Now that it took one of the par threes that was over 200 and chopped it down to 146, there's only two shots over 200. It's gonna be a par fives. Seven shots under 150 yards. Nine between 150 and 200. Which unfortunately, with all the bells and whistles with live, they don't give us proximity stats or strokes gained by distance. So unfortunately, that. Information is completely useless unless you just are dying to know what types of approach shots these guys are going to be hit. But it's a lot of 150-ish yard shots. I did notice if you just look at the overall layout of this golf course, I mean, 
there's no reason not to pull driver on every single hole. Everything is right out in front of you. You can carry a lot of bunkers. It's fairly wide too. So last week in Mayakoba, you know, we all know Mayakoba. Really, like, you know, tight. If you hit it into the jungle, it's a lost ball. Here, different game. So I think guys who are really good off the tee, especially can carry some of these bunkers who have an edge. And fortunately, you know, I, I, I looked at a lot of driving stats from that tournament, a lot of driving stats from last year. Um, yeah, I Listen, it, it's, it's a short card because in my personal opinion, just looking at the back half of Liv, I don't know. I th- I don't think we're yeah. going to get any surprise winners. Like the, I'm not really it's like the Masters. When we look at the Masters, like we can cut off fucking thirty guys. Right, but you know what? We can go through the odd board, and if you want to bet somebody a little longer, I'll give you a couple. Got you know a couple of names there. But overall, though, listen, very driver heavy golf course, very friendly for somebody who wants to hit to the long ways. You know, long and straight. Um, that's really what I'm looking for uh, at this tournament. So the other thing I want to do is right. why don't we actually look at some of what I put together. You're going on mute, sir. Did you, did you want to say something? Yeah, I was trying to zoom shit in. I'm clicking buttons. Now I got to okay. fucking zoom shit in. All right. What you doing? I got Neiman. Gassier. So look, all right. All right. So I want to, I want to pre- preface this. Okay. This is not perfect. It's not strokes. Oh, this is what I got in the Gmail. Gotcha. This is, yeah, this is essentially just my little metric. Taking, and I'll just explain it just at a high level. All they offer on live is driving distance and driving accuracy and putts per round and scrambling. Essentially, what I did was I boiled it down to how much of each you basically gained on the field at that. And then just kind of knowing what I know about strokes gained as far as what attributes are most important as far as separating yourself or that are predictive, what isn't as much. There's a little more weight on putting and approach play because that's, you know, round to round, a little more how you separate yourself, a little less on off the tee and scrambling. I came up with these numbers. Is it perfect? No. Does it give me a pretty high level view about what everybody is? Yeah. Anybody else? Does it really tell a story? Like, for example, am I surprised that Charles Howell lost strokes tee to green but gained it all putting? No, it doesn't surprise me at all. Same thing with like a cancer with the patch breed. Look, I mean, it's very approximate what the actual results of the tournament were. So, listen, every every time there's a lift tournament, I'm going to put this up for you guys just so you know what they're all doing. So, like some notable stuff that you kind of see here. No surprise. I watched a lot of live. Sergio was not a very good putter during that tournament. Hit it really good. Lost strokes with the putter for the tournament. So no Sergio wasn't a good putter until he closed his eyes and he took our money. That's had, true. Who do we have when he fucking stole that money when he was putting with his goddamn eyes closed? Uh it was at the Sanderson. Yeah, who do we have? We had we had the guy he was going against. Who the fuck was it? I forget. We've had a lot of close calls. We've had a lot of guys so, snatch up victory from uh, you know, the sat you know, snatch victory from the Jaws defeat there. So, so one thing was his eyes closed. Ugh. All right. Anyways. <laughs> So John Rom did not rank as well on this list, but it's the biggest reason was he was not very good with the putter. That's how we he know it's flawed. He missed a lot of he missed a lot of putts. Hit the ball awesome though. So obviously, just you know, with gambling, paid really good. You know, ride guys who hit it pretty good and didn't putt very well. You know, <laughs> no surprise. Promote John Rom there, but but overall though, I mean, I'm going down the list here like. You see some guys who hit it really bad. Like, like Mito surprisingly hit it really bad uh, at the tournament. Um, let's see. Harold Varner was pretty bad. Maybe that's the guy who had food poisoning. It was Varner. No, he got a DUI. Oh, no, no. Did you hear? No, the guy's got food poisoning the night before. So, I don't know. That was a little surprising. I, I was going to said that to you. I don't know. Um Abe answer I had hit it pretty good and didn't putt very well. That might be a guy that might be able to bounce back into uh, Vegas this week. He's not long off the box, though. He isn't. That's the thing. So, and, you know, we talked about it on the Scottsdale show that it's really cold in Scottsdale. It's going to be cold in Vegas, too. So that is a little bit offsetting. It's also going to rain. So kind of similar to what I did with Scottsdale. I really want guys with a lot of light this week, especially with those bunkers. That you can carry, like there's only a select few that I think can do it. 
I kind of made up a lot of my betting card. So okay. why, don't we, why don't we remove this? Why don't we start going down the odds board here? What's your so, favorite bet? Favorite bet, no odds. No odds. What's your favorite bet? My Who favorite wins? bet, no odds? No odds. Who wins? I mean, Bryson. I, saw, I said it last week. Love it. I know. I bet him yeah. as soon as you tell me you bet him. I okay. got a 20. Oh, you beat me on the number. I got my 18. No, I did not. You did. Congratulations, sir. That's now two for two in two shows. You beat me on somebody on the number. No. I mean, listen, besides the fact that I picked him last week, I went Las Vegas, knowing nothing about this golf course, everything from <laughs> what I just everything what I just described, a lot of room to operate off the tee, a lot of opportunities to hit drivers here. By the way, the agronomy here. Is it, is it flat lies? Flat lies. Yeah, right? it's, fair, it's, it's fairly, fairly flat golf course. Greens don't really look all that interesting either. So probably an opportunity to make a lot of putts. Bank grass greens as well. Uh, I talked about how there's a lot of shots, like under 200. Reminds me a lot of, if you go back and look at the Greenbrier, those proximity buckets, you know, it's a lot of shots between like 150 and under. There's a lot of that this week for him. So you always have a Bryson not good with the wedges. Well, I mean, he fired, what, a 58 at Greenbrier last, last year? Yeah. Kind of similar concept here. Not the longest golf course. You hit driver everywhere, bent grass greens. Um, I, I think he's going to feel a lot more at home at this tournament. Uh, so I bet him 18-1. And listen, call me chalk, but I went back to Neiman 11-1. to I don't. Oh, he's not going back to back. Why not? Taylor Gooch, Taylor Gooch did. Why not? Fine. All right, that's talk, fair. I I got no talk about that. he talk about how well he drove it last week. I mean, the comedy, he hit. I mean, he still only hit like fifty percent of his fairways, but it was higher than most of the field. I'll be he honest. I'll be honest. A long way. Right, I'll be honest. Yeah. In that playoff, it looked like he stopped giving a fuck. Like the round before he won, and I was terrified about. I don't it. think I well. I was giving him a kid a bath at that point. So, and you were, so I was looking at him. I was like, Oh, Oh, he stopped caring. Like I, I was reading his face. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> oh no. He does not care anymore. He just wants this over with. And I think Sergio did something that sparked him a little bit, but okay. I was very nervous about him giving a fuck. All right. Well, anyways, listen, it's, it's not unheard of for somebody to go back to back at live. Oh. It actually happened exactly last course? year. They went, they went Australia, Gooch won, and they went to Singapore next week in Gooch won. So we're going right here to Las Vegas. He was yeah. like, it's just like, just like the Ryder Cup, baby. Woo! Listen, I, I, I think Neiman's out for blood. I think he's mad the fact he's not in any of the majors. He obviously said it, and so I think he's what? head and shoulders better than 98% oh, so of this field. Golf is so stupid. Okay. The, the right. ruling body is such a bunch of pricks. It's just, it's just like we talked about like off air, right? Like I would, I would have loved golf as a kid, but guess what? There was gatekeepers to it, right? Like I didn't have enough money to play it, right? So now these people are just like, you don't have enough points to play, even though he's good enough to play. It's super okay. annoying. I hate, I hate the fuck. I hate the gatekeepers. All right. Well, anyways, I don't really see Neiman partying too much in Vegas this week. No, Neiman's not partying. Yeah. So that fits the narrative right there. What about Usui? Usui yeah, dude, he's been playing fucking solid as shit. He hasn't he's played not good. Part, he's not partying. He's with. He's got an RV parked outside, fucking 40 miles outside the strip with his wife and kids. So I didn't have him hitting the ball very well last week. I had him doing most of his damage with the putter. Yeah. And as far as his driving <coughs> goes, I mean, he's not, he's not the longest anymore, for sure. No, he's, he's definitely not, um, but he's still fine with his long irons, and he puts his ass off. Although, I mean, technically, he gained a lot of... He actually gained yards on the field. With the on approach? Which, no, with uh, the driver. Oh. So, uh, I, don't think he, I don't think he hit a lot of greens, though. I'm just saying. 25, 25 to 1. He's playing well. Okay. Mike, I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a good number for Usti. I haven't bet Usti in a, a long number. time. Maybe, maybe it's just me wanting to bet Usti again. <laughs> it, <laughs> like, pro- no. it probably is. <laughs> Um, I mean, I I have an un. I think, I think I, here's the thing on live. All right, so you know that I have an unhealthy obsession with Sun JM, and you always shut. Yes, keep me. I'm very well aware. Yes, I have an unhealthy obsession. I think on live of Adrian Moronk, and last week was horrible. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks horrible. for that. Horrible. Top twenty, top twenty over right on fire. 
Uh, that's fine. I'm writing that off of my taxes as a fucking <laughs> research project for my fucking stupid fucking partner. <laughs> uh, Mayor Culpa, he hit it. Everything was terrible last week. He stinks. He's a giant Polak. He fucking, he's a giant Polak. He is not going to be good at golf. I have no idea how he's convinced the world that he's going to be good at golf. He won one random DP world event and he competed in other than that. Like, his name is Adrian Moronk. He's six foot a bazillion, and he hits the ball a ton, and he can't do anything other than that. I just don't understand how he could go play in Dubai and go toe-to-toe with Rory and then come here and just be garbage. Because Rory was taking the money from the, the Sultan. It was like, hey, keep it close. Keep it close. That makes no sense. What are you talking about? Why? <laughs> you wanted, the Sultan wanted the eyes on it, so Rory kept it close and then killed him in the last round. All right. Anyways. That's how it worked. Maybe I was ambitious to go with Moronk last week at a claustrophobic golf course. He's a really good driver, and he's a good putter. Here we go again. I didn't bet him outright. I bet him top 10 for plus 250, though. Congratulations on your losing bet. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, going down the odds board a little more here. I mean, I, so Patrick Reed's 35 to 1. I'm not betting that. You're not betting that. You just no. I, mean, I, have, I have two guys under 31. It's Usti and Bryson. Bet them both. Okay. All right. I have, I have two long shots, two, but I, I need something in between. And, all right. And, uh, all right. So in between here. I need at least one I can, I can fit two. What about Mito at like 35? No. No. No? I mean, nope. he, he was pretty bad last week. Like, horrific. That swing on 18? <laughs> We'll no, never, no, we'll never, I will never put money on that guy ever again. Period. Never, End of story. You're never going to let that down. How, how about no. Brendan? It's like, all right. How about Brendan Steele 55 to one? No. No? No. Hits it really good. Still hits it a long way. Good driver. Stinks. He's done fairly well in the desert in his career. Although I, done in the desert in his career? Although here's the thing. Like you look at that. You look at that golf course. Hold on. Let me, let me Brendan bring this Steel up. Stinks. Brendan Steele stinks, dude. It, d- does this remind you of desert right here, this golf course? No, fuck no. No, it's this like tree line Pac-Land shit. This is, this is basically Florida with some pine trees. No, it's not Florida because there's not water on every fucking left or right miss. That's true. <laughs> where, I, this where, is- I have to, where I have to bring at least a dozen golf balls every time I go to fucking play 18. That's true. I mean, this is definitely does not remind me of Florida or uh, the desert, this one. But, I mean, listen, it hits it good. It's definitely not desert. So let me ask you that. So that's, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like desert golf. And does it, does it play? It's I, hot. I've never seen anything here. So does it play like desert golf other than it's hot no. and the altitude? Like, no, it's, ba- it's basically trees. It, it's essentially Silverado, this place. Okay. It's Napa. So then desert much. golf matters not. Which actually, Silverado, Brendan Steele's won twice there. Brendan Steele's thing. Brennan Steele stinks. All right, fifty-five to one. Brennan Steele. I mean, obviously, I went top of the board, but I I don't mind that that bet there. Uh, I I am not even going to mention Matthew Wolf. Oh my God! Stop that! I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm officially done with Matthew Wolf. Although he can unleash the driver here, which might get me to a a decent team event uh, bet. Although I wish we could do podiums on that. We'll talk about that. Um, podiums. I don't even understand what that means. No, as in like, t- <laughs> like bet top three. Because they make such a top three teams. So, so that's the thing. Like the Legion 13 guys. I can't believe I'm actually defending the team thing. Listen, but, I'm the team thing if I can understand it. Listen, you know me. I want, I want okay. team golf. I want fucking, I want match play. I want anything other than. See, here's, here's the thing. What the team, have. the team aspect of it, it's hard. If you're not betting on it, it's hard to take seriously. Was I kind of into it as when they bet on Torque and seeing them? Yeah, you absolutely were. See them collapse across Sunday with a two-stroke penalty from Neiman, and then and then Mooney, and then I think back to back Neiman hit into the jungle and Munoz hit into the jungle, and I knew it was done there. But what Liv does on the broadcast is Legion Thirteen, which is completely going to win. Well, they were really hyping up the podium stuff, which is like whatever. But if you could bet on that, like that means something at that point. 
but you can't. The only odds I've seen is you you have to just bet to win. Um, how about Shakara? Hundred to one. He's won one of these before. He's I don't really think good. about him. All right, he's won. He's won a live event before. He's a talented young guy, good driver, pretty long off the box. Not the best putter, but I think he actually hit the ball all right last week. Yeah, he hit the ball all right. Could not putt very well. So, I know I'm not. I'm not convinced. How about Thomas Peters? One ten to one. Nope. I think I think he's toast. All right, fine. Then I keep throwing out names. Who who'd you bet over? Who'd you bet down here? <sighs> Matt Jones. <laughs> Why? Because I heard desert. And now and now I know it's dead. Like it doesn't even matter. Because like I was picturing like all right, playing out of bunkers, but now it's a tree line. Like Jones is dead. He's dead. Like no. that's that's not Matt Jones. No, but he's hundred to one in a fucking in a fifty-four guy field. And I heard desert golf. Like I was picturing like guys who could scramble with in Australia and fucking play out of bunkers like Matt Jones can. So I really wish you would have gave me this preview before the show. That's what I really wish you would have done. Listen, they, they, like you said, they don't pay me enough money to do this. To prop up this league. And then I went with, I went, I went with Bubba. This is the reason I mentioned him earlier because he was 150 to one. So there's no, there's no, there's no bigger nerd on the fucking tour than Bubba. He's not fucking going out. He's trying to find Christ Church somewhere to go find a fucking right, easy, Thursday easy service. Easy pal. I'm easy just, pal. I'm, all I'm saying is easy that, like, pal. I, all right. All I, all I'm saying is I don't have to worry about him going out and getting fucked up. Like he's gonna go out and find his service, and then come home and go to bed, and he'll be perfectly fine. So, Problem so, is, is he still can't putt worth a shit. But it's 150 to one. Why not? Why not? So, it's fucking 50 guys. So the reason why I mentioned I wish I could bet like podium stuff is his team that he has pretty good drivers. Got a lot of length there. You got him who can still drive it pretty well. You got Peter Uline, who is the longest hitter in the league. You have Thomas Peters, you can put it out there, and you got Matthew Wolf, who's a fire hose, but he can hit it a long way. So if distance really is a big advantage this week at this golf course with the weather, like that could play well. I don't think they're actually going to win the team event, but I think they might What's actually. The they, is he the Gleeks? What is he? They're the Range Goats. Range Goats. What a terrible team. <laughs> oh, it really, guy. it's really bad. I saw a guy, guy through and through. And Underdog Fantasy has got a way to play alongside your favorite players all season long. They got all sports covered. All you got to do is simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats that you can cash in and you can even win 100 times your money with some spicy plays. I'll be releasing some of mine on uh, the TikTok and uh, Instagram or whatever my producer wants to put it on this week for little cross-sports action, some PGA stuff. So watch along, make your picks, and make a little cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code GOLFSGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code GOLF.SGPN. And don't forget about our Super Bowl 58 props contest, $1,000. Winner take all, free to enter. You pick 58 props for Super Bowl 50. Enter today at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash SB50 or the link in the SGPN app. And Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Social betting is new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, or other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of social features that give you the feeling of a social network. Uh, they offer lower vague with fully customizable odds, and you can create your own bets. Plus, they handle the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anybody for any money. Group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, and profiles and groups. So uh, it's a great way to get down on some action. Plus, you get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet perfect for getting any action on those fun super bowl prop bets cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's u.s based and available in 40 states head to cut.com that's k-u-t-t.com and use promo code sgpn for a 10 percent deposit bonus and game time the big game is right around the corner maybe you live in vegas and you don't have a ticket yet maybe game time has a good price for you uh it's the easiest way to buy tickets and it's not stressful at all uh you can buy tickets for sports music comedy theater whatever you want killer deals up to the last minute with the best price guarantee uh 
you don't have to plan in advance. Plus, you get exclusive flash deals on tickets to, like I said, anything you want. Sports, comedy, theater, whatever. Plus, like I said, the game time guarantee guarantees you the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they'll credit you 100%, 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat, which is always good, especially if you go to a place like Fenway. You don't want a stanchion in front of your face so you know what ticket you're getting and what view you're going to get. Two taps, you set, plus, you know, tickets are sent directly with your phone so you don't have to dig through your email so snag tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code cfbx for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code cfbx for 20 bucks off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for pilates, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any pilate idea into the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary optimizer tool to get hit rates dipped down by leg, as well as an expected probability by the for the entire pilate. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which plays are hot which one's got value so stop betting the dock and join over thirty thousand researchers betting with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven pilates download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame i saw a guy who's the australian team what's the australian team uh they're the ripper all right so i'm a ripper or a legion period end of story i give shits no, no one else the, the Legion logo, I, I'm, I'm kind of into. But if, they, if you could bet top three for team, I kind of like the range goats. To... <laughs> I, like, I like Bubba's team. I, mean, I love the fact that you just said, I like the range goats. Stopped yourself and laughed your ass off, realizing <laughs> what you just said out loud yeah. to human beings. I like the range goats, and you started laughing because you couldn't believe that's what you just said. Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's the low point of this podcast. Is that it's listen, yeah, it's not the low point. The low point of the podcast is like when we were first doing it, and I re- didn't realize like how like audio worked. And I'd walk around with my laptop to go to my front porch and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, that's that true. Good thing it. we weren't on video back then. I was like, where's this guy fucking going? I'm trying to make a point about Russell, trying to make a point here about Kevin Kisner and Russell Henley here. And then you saw a cherry of my cigarette, yeah. <laughs> um. All right, why don't we get to make some team bets here? All right, so, so you have to sell me on this team shit. So, all right, so I'm a team Legion guy, and I'm a team. All right, all right, all right well, they're plus they're plus three fifty. I mean, they, I mean, Legion plus three fifty. I got plus money for a Robin Head team to win to win the whole thing. Yeah, win the whole thing. You mean like the tournament or the or the year? The, no, no, no. The t- just this tournament, the team event. Three fifty, just plus three fifty. So I look who won last I, week. They did by a billion, and it's because, what? and it's because because they're the best team. Well, so here's the thing: the back end, back end of that team. So Caleb Surratt, like legitimately, I, I listen. I watched an unhealthy amount of live last week because, as I said on the show last, it's so week, I, I remember I was cussing you. I was like, "It's not on my local CW." Well, I, as I, I said on the PGA show, like I can lazily not watch the PGA Tour and have useful stats to tell me a story. I feel like if I'm going to try and take this seriously because I wanted to be able to talk about these guys for the majors, I had to actually yeah. watch this stuff. But this Caleb Surratt guy, he might be pretty good. He's got a really good swing. It's a lot of really good iron shots. He hit the ball really good. Putt really bad. I think he had a four putt from like 10 feet. So that kind of sunk his putting numbers. But he's yeah. a good hitter. You think, that's, you think that sunk it? Four from <laughs> 10 feet? That's Why fucking me with nine gin tonics deep on 16. Jesus it Christ. It might have, but he might be a stick. So he's pretty good. Kieran Vincent, I, he sucks. So like plus 350. All right. What's, 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 what's the, other team so i was probably thinking crushers 550 you know you got casey bryson's who, team. yeah it's bryson's team charles howell does paul casey withdraw does he still withdraw or does he play the event he plays i'm confused he plays i mean yeah oh imagine imagine that he's healthy now he hasn't withdrawn once all has right, he withdrawn I, from living can, can, can i make my point about the crushers here can we have fun and talk about it uh, we are having fun talking about people it. actually that's what I'm saying. So, like, listen, no, like, no one's upset that I'm breaking balls about Paul Casey. 
actually not withdrawing ever from a live event. And meanwhile, he's literally ass fucked every DFS player who's played him in the last three years because all he does is withdraw. But right. now he's healthy enough to play. I mean, you got to get, I mean, you got Casey, at least is still pretty good tee degree. He's terrible putter though. So I, I like, I guess it is Bryson carrying this team. Of course. Maybe. I mean, the, Paul I mean, Casey, I'm, the worst. You could go. Who else with, on the team? It's, it's, it's Bryson, Paul Casey, and who else? Uh, Charles Howell and Anurban Lahiri. Oh, I like Lahiri. Okay, so Crushers of five fifty. That could be a potential play for All you. Right. Who's what's what's Cam's team at? What's Cam's team? They're seven to one. I don't like them this week. Seven, seven to one. We're talking about Cam Smith, the best putter on the goddamn planet. The yeah. Ear. The, pro- the problem is, I don't think this is a Cam Smith course, though. How many times have people said that? Maybe he won the British Open. Yeah, but that is kind mm-hmm. of a, that's a, that mm-hmm. that is a course for him. I don't no, think driver. No. I don't think driver heavy with a lot of length probably is a Cam Smith. Course. TPC wasn't a course for Cam Smith either. Now I'm going to spite that. Spite that. Spite that. Team, what's yeah. the team's name? Uh, team. They're the river. They're the river. Uh, this is going to be weird. Golf teams are weird. If, if if Smash didn't have Graham McDowell on the back end, I would like them because you got Goosh. Dude, Graham McDowell's the man. Not at this course. He's a good Not Irish course. And he has a great restaurant that I go to frequently, Nona Blue. Graham, if you're listening, sponsor the show, Nona Blue. Love the spot. Go ahead and feel free to uh, right. to sponsor us. We will be team whatever Steve said. All right. Well, anyways, um, let's see. The range goes, the aforementioned range goes, I said they're 28 to 1. They're not, they're not gonna win. They're not, they're not gonna win. It's probably gonna come down to probably Legion again or Crushers or, or probably Stinger. Because those South Africans Stinger. they're the South Africans. They're playing pretty good lately. You know, you got Louie, you got Burmester. Yeah, Louie and Burmester. Grace and Schwartzel were terrible last week, but Louie and Burmester were pretty good. God, these so you can basically bet you can bet Legion and you can bet what was the other one the f- plus five fifty? Yeah, you bet Legion and Crushers and Call of the Day probably. Call of the Day, you plus money regardless. Mm-hmm. Or or possibly, I mean, Torque's got a lot of really good drivers. Torque, Torque. Uh, I mean, you got, okay. Mito, you got Mito, you got Carlos Ortiz, you got Sebastian Munoz, Neiman. They're four to one though. I don't know. Right, I'm kind of rambling at this point. So <laughs> good. That's what we, uh, I, we I think. I think. I think I'm probably going to settle on either Torque again or Crushers. No. That and call no. it a day. Legion. All right. Legion. Seriously, join me on Legion. You're not going to do it. Fine. Go fuck yourself. The uh, and I won't go Ripper. But who was who was the? Um, no, fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ripper. Fuck it. Legion Ripper. Let's go. All right. Every week. Okay. Every week. Go about him. That's it. All right. And All we'll, right. we'll do an experiment. We'll see. The, the two best, like, they're the two best teams, right? I wouldn't call Ripper the best team. I would probably say Crushers. Cam Smith is on that fucking team, sir. I mean, you also have Mark Leishman on that team. Okay. You got Matt Jones on that team. Matt Jones, Matt Jones, literally the most profitable weekend in my entire goddamn. And he got, and he got the year on that. And he got the year, Lucas Herbert on that. And the year. Fine. Just go with your guys. This is the, this is all you're going to do. I'm going to give all this analysis. I'm going to try and go through the bar, try and take this kind of seriously without laughing my ass off when I say I like the range coach. And you're just going to end up going, you're just going to end up going with your guys anyways. Like, what's the point? But think about that. Like, did you just, you listed off. Like the team, you were like, oh, well, it's got this guy. Oh, that's your guy. Oh, that's your guy. Oh, and that's your guy. Oh, and that's your guy. Literally, you just listed off like four of my favorite guys. Yeah. I mean, we didn't <sighs> even get to co crack on Team Smash. You love that dude. Yeah. My favorite fucking Canadian. I know. They really, they really <laughs> did take all your my guys. Favorite Texan. How, how they did they took not- them all? How are you not the official gambling expert for Liv, considering the such favorable attitude you have towards everybody on, on the tour? I don't know. Maybe I should lean into it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, they, they wouldn't want me to break down a golf course. That could really play well on uh, the telecast there. Come on. Come on, Yasser. 
Call something. Right. Listen, let's, right. let's, maybe, maybe, maybe we can figure something out. I saw uh, that Dylan cat uh, from, um, he's from Gulf Digest. I think it's CP, CP's buddy. He interviewed Rom, and Rom gave a great interview today on like, why he left. He's like, listen, the money definitely has something to do with it. But listen, I will happily whitewash the sport for money. I am uh, hey, no shame in my game. Easy pal. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got nothing else. You got anything? Uh, we got Thursday. We do. Big, big Thursday. show. Still, still perusing, still perusing the props. Yeah. Me too. I, 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 I'm I took a bounce. I took one. Okay. okay. So I've only taken one prop so far. I haven't taken a side because I don't care. Like, I'm just going to take my line regardless of what I do. Uh, I got, I got more than that. No, no, no. I, and I just don't want to pull the trigger yet on, on stuff. Like, I'm just so scared of Mahomes and Kansas City. <laughs> I'm so scared. See, this is the but thing. I don't want to bet that. Here's the thing. <laughs> Almost all my props are 49ers. I think I have a pretty good read what they're going to do, regardless of the outcome. All right. Chiefs, so I'm, Chiefs, I don't so, know. Yeah. So Jeff's, Jeff and you have already poisoned me on Debo. I'm sure I'm going to lose a shit ton of money on Debo now. That's okay. fun. Thank you. Um, yeah. So attempts, I think... Now, uh, hold on. Why, why, why are we talking about this right now? We have a Thursday show. Oh, okay. We have a Thursday show. Yes. So, Mahomes rushing attempts, check in for that. Uh, that's my favorite bet. Um, I just, just yeah, give away, just give away a Thursday show. Oh, just, give it away. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm giving away the cow. The, uh, okay. just look at the turn. They, they want to hear the banter, sir. That's why people listen, not for the best. No, they, they want to um, hear me break down Range Goat's uh, prospects for winning Live Las Vegas. <laughs> I saw your eyes, and then I saw your laugh, and I was like, "Oh, Steve might kill himself tonight." <laughs> L- low, low point for the show. <laughs> Definitely, we'll have to clip that. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna get a very long, long fucking commissioner's note for the fantasy football league. I mean, guys, I'm sorry. I was talking about the Rage Goats tonight, and I have to end my own life. <laughs> yep. Here are my passwords. Here's the handbook. Carry on my legacy. All right, that, I commissioned it. Jay to run the league for the rest of the year. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's end the show. All right. Let's end it. All right. We got Thursday night. We got football and lots of crossover bets. Uh, they're super fun and uh, usually profitable. So other than that, I uh, appreciate you guys listening to Live. And listen, this is the way it's going to be. Money be made on Live. Good players on Live. Already cashed one winner this, <laughs> this year. First event. Cash one. Let's go. Keep up.